This morning, I really believe that the Lord has a sense of humor. Uh, the sermon series, I did not know I was transitioning or moving when this was made. Um, and to prepare for the trip is just fitting. See, I only found out about four weeks ago uh, that I was going anywhere. Uh, I had 48 hours to respond. Uh, I did respond, and then within 72 hours, I talked to Pastor Andy and told him what was going on. See, back in 2016, I flew uh, back home here to Florida. I was living in Monroe, Louisiana. So is anybody a, a Duck Dynasty fan? Is anybody? Okay, that's where uh, Monroe, Louisiana is. That's why I still have a beard, because you cannot live there and not have one. Uh, and so I was living there, and I flew back home to Florida, and I met with the bishop of the Methodist Church, because I grew up in the Methodist Church. And I said, look, I would really love an appointment. Uh, I'll, I'll take anything. Send me anywhere. And uh, they told me, nothing. You'll have five to ten years before we can offer you anything. And I said, okay. And so we went down this adventure, my wife and I, of praying and fasting and asking God what to do next. And then we got a crazy call after putting our resume out to 500 places. And I was at Living Word. And I began a relationship uh, with the call committee. Uh, Richard Bider, who's in his 90s there, he's a faithful man of God. And John Wyman, who gives his heart and soul to the ministries, to this ministry as well. He was up here helping with the parsonage. And for some weird reason, they called me, a young pastor. I had only served as an associate at large churches youth work, children's ministry, but they said, we're going to give you a shot. And so I packed my family up in a Penske truck, drove the thousand plus miles or whatever it is overnight with excitement that I was coming back to Florida. The complete opposite of what it was the year before, a couple years before that, when I was driving to Monroe, I left crying like a, like a child, okay? So I was excited and I never, you never know what God's going to do. This morning we're talking about the armor of God. And as I was sharing with some of you, God was working all of this out in incredible ways. Including, I put my house on a market. 30 hours later, I had an offer. I was under contract. Well, it fell through on Friday. And so that's like a big stressor for me, right? Because we're moving. We're going to have a house down here. Uh, we're, my, my wife's not going to be working, so we're stressed out a little bit. But as we read the scripture this morning, we understand that the Lord, our God, is all-powerful, is in control, and is our protecting force in life. You never know what God is going to do. You never know how God is going to provide the path, the way. This morning, we're going to go through the verses together. And the first one, our first point this morning is so that we can defeat evil. So we're going to look through 10 through 13. Finally be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world. And against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. 
Now, I've been telling my congregation up in Lantana for a while, I don't know where everyone stands in this room, but 30 years ago, uh, Pew Research did a study on mainline churches. So that's Lutherans, Methodists, Presbyterians. I was a Methodist growing up, right? So that included us. That means my home church, this church. And what they found was that like 80% of mainline Christians did not believe in evil. That evil was slowly going away. That Satan wasn't real. And again, it's very easy to spiritualize everything. And I'm just as guilty. So between my house not closing, my sister having some health issues, my parents have some health issues. As you know, my wife has been in and out of the hospital since January. Uh, it's been a, a difficult season. We could easily say, well, that's evil. That's the devil. Or, I also believe things just happen. Things just happen, and God can make bad situations into good. I believe that 100%. But in this verse here, Paul is very clear to us that there is evil in this world, and that our fight is not against flesh and blood. Now, people often disagree, get in arguments, fight, even within the body of Christ, even though Paul tells us to be unified in love. Paul tells us not to cause division in the body of Christ. And let me tell you, when I first got here, that was some of the biggest struggles that I had as the, the pastor of Living Word. And they'll admit, they'll come forward, we had some division going on. And so what we had to do is we had to create a, an environment of love and unity. And this is incredible today. You know, I, I really love my team at Advent Lantana. I'm going to miss them so much. Mark Sloan, who's going to be taking over as the ministry coordinator, he has a humble heart. He's a hard worker. But again, I was his youth pastor when he was 15 years old. And so I am extremely, extremely proud of him for stepping up in this incredible way to help in this transition. Uh, Ryan Ketcherside, he runs our tech, but he's so much more. Ryan is the type of person that he'll call me or text me at like 11 o'clock at night, and he'll say, hey, I gave your cell phone number to this random person I met out on the streets. Is that okay? They really just, they need someone to pray for them. They, 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 they're homeless, they don't have a place to stay for the night, and of course, what am I supposed to say? He's already given my number out, right? Of course that's okay. So all over Lake Worth, people have my cell phone numbers. Uh, I'm sure I'll continue to get phone calls. Ryan is a humble servant leader. The whole team down there is just incredible, and I, I'm really going to miss them, but I have a complete confidence in, my, in this team. I have confidence that through their prayer, through their faith, that no evil can triumph the Lantana campus. I really believe that. And with the prayers and support of you all. Our second point this morning is so, so that we can stand firm in this uncertain world. So let's look at these verses together. Stand firm, then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place. And with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up your shield of faith, which you would extinguish the flames of arrows of the evil one. 
Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of spirit, which is the word of God. Often as Christians, we're just as guilty as the outside world. We believe, especially as Americans, we can do a lot of things on our own. I mean, everyone in my family has worked hard and done well for themselves for the most part. My, my family members either worked for the railroad, the post office, and everyone was in the military for the most part. And everyone put their bootstraps up, they're from Illinois originally, and they worked hard, and they did what they had to in life. It's easy to say that our faith is what we do. Our, our accomplishments are because of what we do, and not up to God. God ultimately is our provider, is our strength is our protector. It's not what we do. It's all God. See, I, I kind of point out three sections of this verse. He says, stand firm then with the belt of truth, with righteousness, with the gospel of peace, with faith, with the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit. See, we live in a world that is full of chaos. About three weeks ago, I did a funeral for a young man named Ian. Ian was 30 years old. He died of a drug overdose. He left five kids behind. They're all in the foster care system. He died on Mother's Day. So it was his mom that came in to our fellowship hall during Bible study, crying, weeping. She lost her son on Mother's Day. This is not a perfect world. So what did I do? You know, I've done a lot of funerals since I've been at Advent Lantana, Living Word. Mostly for saints of the church, people 80, 90, even 100 years old. That I knew for a fact they loved God. I knew for a fact they believed in Jesus from a very young age. But this young man, we had contrary information. So I reached out to Pastor Phil Dvorak. See, we have a church that meets in Lantana called Recovery Church. They have 19 campuses across the United States. They've only, they've only been around for a year and a half. They've launched 19 campuses. It's absolutely incredible. And I, I contacted Pastor Phil, and he says, well, normally I don't do these type of funerals because I would have one or two a week in Lake Worth. One or two a week of similar situations. Devastating. But Pastor Phil came in on my request and we co-officiated this, this funeral. But see, we as Christians get to stand firm. We know the truth. We know that Jesus Christ, our Lord, is our foundation, is our rock, is the, is the very being that we get to stand upon and we know that he will set us free from all of our troubles, that he has the power to free us from addiction. He has the power to, to free us from our anxiety. I don't know about you guys, but I, I definitely have struggled with anxiety before. Life is hard. Life is difficult. But as believers in Jesus Christ, we can stand firm. And, and I believe we need to stand firm in our morality. See, we live in a world that is becoming less and less faithful, less and less Christian. Some estimates say 90% of West Palm Beach, uh, Palm Beach County is not believers in Christ or any religion. 
we as the church are becoming smaller here in America. It's just the stats. It's the truth. But we as believers in God get to proclaim the good news. We get to tell those people that are struggling with addictions on the streets that there is a God that loves them that can set them free. We can tell that family who has been torn apart where husband and wives can't stand each other that God can, can free their marriage. God can bring unity to their relationships. And let me tell you, I've seen it firsthand in my own family where the power of the Holy Spirit just penetrated our family and brought a, a cure, love, things that had been missing for years and years. God has the power. And in these verses, we have a responsibility to stand in that gap. Lastly, so that we can be a people of prayer. He says, and pray in the Spirit on all occasions, with all kinds of prayers and requests. And with this in mind, be alert. And always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Now notice in verse 18, the second section, it says, always. It doesn't say sometimes. It doesn't say when we want to. It doesn't say, uh, you know, every other day. No, it says always. And it reminds me of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 through 18. It says, rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God and Christ Jesus for you. Again, life is challenging. Life is interesting. You know, for me, right now, I am praying for our family's transition. Absolutely. This stress that we have, trying to figure out what our next steps are. Moving from Palm Beach County to a little bitty town of 2,200 people. That is a transition. It is going to be different. My wife's first question was, where's the nearest target? It's an hour away to the nearest target. Okay? Where's the nearest hospital? An hour away. Right? She's pregnant. An hour away. All of these transitions. But God calls us in verse 18 to be in prayer. I'm in prayer for Advent Lantana. Absolutely. It's, it, it may seem easy, you know, that I'm transitioning and, and why I'm excited. You know, I poured my life and soul into this congregation for two and a half years. We went through some hard things together. Hard questions. There were days I didn't know if the church was going to stay open the next Sunday. And we worked and we, and we tried. And by God's grace... We met with you all and, and we became a campus. And that, and that was, I'm sure, for many of you, a prayer, a big prayer. This is something new and unique that we've never done before. You guys put sweat equity into the campus, coming down there and knocking down walls. And, man, it was a lot of fun knocking the pews out, I have to say. We had a blast. But it's, it is full of mixed emotions that I have to continue to be praying about. 
You know, when we came down here in 2016, we didn't even know what Advent Lutheran Church was. We, we didn't ever heard of you guys. All we know is, before I moved down here, I was looking for child care for my kid. That's it. My wife at the time was working for Locks of Love. And um, we, I happened to call Sally Whitney. And you know, she embraced us, loved us, brought us down here, made it possible for my son to, to have a school to go to. And to be honest with you, that's going to be one of the hardest things for us. Your ECS school across the street is a wonderful place. The ladies are incredible over there. They, they pray with us. They've supported us through the good times and the bad. My wife's going to miss going to work. I'm telling you, she's going to miss it. She's already crying last night, this morning, about leaving those ladies across the street. My son told his best friend, yeah, at four, his best friend, I'm never going to see you again. You know, brought tears to my eyes. While I'm excited for the future, God has been truly incredible. Your campus here, the campus in Lantana, be a people of prayer. Put on the armor of God, as Paul is telling us in this morning's scripture. He's telling us to, to be firm, to have a firm foundation in our faith. He's telling us to fight evil. I just, I push you, I challenge you. Find the evil that's in this community. For Lake Worth, it's the drug addictions. It's the, the women that, that need help and support. It's the young families, single moms. I, I don't know the demographics as well in Boca, but I know there's people here that are hurting just as much. Find it. Help it. Support it. Be a witness of Christian faith. And be a people of prayer. And I ask specifically for prayers for the staff there in Lantana, for Mark especially. He's going to be, this is a big responsibility for him. I ask you to surround him with prayer and support and love. Surround the, the transition team and whatever pastor comes to the future of that church. And, and know that I'm going to be in prayer for you all as you make really hard decisions. And so this morning... I, I just believe that God has a, a purpose for each and every season, and, and I am affirmed in why God called us here to South Florida. I'm uh, affirmed in God's relationship, building a relationship between the two campuses. I'm affirmed in where he is sending me, even though, again, it was four weeks ago. I don't even know where, Chief, really, where Chiefland, Florida is. It's in the middle of nowhere. Uh, but I know that God is in the midst of all of this, and I just want to thank each and every one of you for being the family and support and showing God's love to this hurting world, showing God's love to Lake Worth and Lantana. And, and I just encourage you guys to continue, go up there and visit. Just like you all in the summer, numbers can go down because people are on vacations and snowbirds are gone. They need to know that you guys love them. They know. But if they see you, that would be really incredible. And I'm encouraging them to come visit here as well. So let us pray. God, we thank you so much for Advent Ministries, for the members of both locations. God, here in, in Boca Raton and Lantana, God, I especially thank you uh, for 
the schools, God, for training up young people. I, I thank you for uh, the early childhood school, especially for my family. God, they have been such a blessing uh, on us. And God, I, I just ask you to find the right teacher to fill my wife's role, that you continue uh, to use them uh, to be your love for this community especially. God, we, we love you so much. And God, we just ask for, for you to continue to put your armor on us. God, that so that we can stand firm in a hurting world, so that we can be people of prayer, God, and that we can be your witness to the world. And we pray this in your holy name. Amen.